Welcome to the Better Wallet Podcast, a podcast where we talk to everyday people who have changed their lives through managing their money. We talk about their money journeys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. At least once a month, we'll have a new episode where you can learn how to manage your money better. We're going to be simplifying the money-related topics that keep people up at night, including budgeting, paying off debt, investing, and how to build a business. The goal is to make money a less taboo, everyday topic. Now here's your host, Mark Russell. Welcome to the Barrel Up Podcast. As you guys know, the Barrel Up Podcast is all about demystifying the topic of money and sharing powerful money stories from people who truly beat the odds. Today... We're going to be talking about Beyonce. And no, Beyonce is not on the set right now, but we are going to be talking about the Beyonce Renaissance Tour. I'm not all too up to speed with everything Beyonce, but as of yesterday, tickets went on sale. She's going to be doing a tour, and it's the first tour in a while. And of course, the entire world is going crazy because it's a world tour. And tickets are already really expensive and people are doing the most in order to make sure they can afford those tickets. And there are a lot of people out there that can afford the tickets and there's other people who cannot. And the unfortunate part about it is most of the people who try to buy Beyonce tickets cannot actually afford them. And that is the challenge because we are all working on our finances. We're trying to become wealthy and Things like this can pop up and it can completely shift you off course. Um, There's other events that should be coming up later this year. So we want to make sure that we are prepared for any event that might come up that you are interested in in attending. Uh, Let it be Beyonce or maybe the Super Bowl next year. I thought I was going to go to the Super Bowl this year, but I felt like I didn't save up appropriately in order to go. So I decided not to go. And frankly, I'd much rather watch the game here in Atlanta or watch it in Philly and go to the actual parade. But that's just me. Go Birds. So today, we are not only going to talk about Beyonce, we're also going to talk about a couple different things. So how to go about affording tickets in general. So something that might be $500 to $1,000, and maybe you don't have the money right now, but you have time on your hands and you can save up. So specifically, we're going to talk about a high-yield savings account or a HYSA is what a lot of people call it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how you can open up an HYSA. We're going to talk about my favorite HYSAs. And then we're going to talk about an event that might, I should say, more than likely is going to happen at the end of the year or maybe mid this year. We're going to talk about how you can use an HYSA to buy Rihanna tickets. So I'm a big fan of Rihanna Likely, she's going to be touring later this year. So we're going to talk about how you can afford to pay for those tickets and prepare now if you did not prepare for the Beyonce World Tour. So let's start off with the problem first. So I kind of talked about this already. A lot of people want to go and be a part of the Beehive and (laughs) go and attend this Renaissance Tour. And You know, they're going to be in Philly. They're going to be in every, it feels like every major city outside of New York, Beyonce is going to be there. Um, I think, you know, most of the people are going to go to the MetLife field where I'm pretty sure she's going to have a show or two. So the challenge is the tickets aren't 20 bucks. They, I just checked, they range between a thousand to three thousand bucks. And that 
is all like that speculation. That's what they think the prices are going to be because there's a system that you have to go through in order to even secure the tickets. You have to become a verified fan. There's, you know, this whole system with Ticketmaster where you have to go step by step through this process to even secure the tickets. And even with that, you know, there's no guarantee that you're going to get them. So it's wild. But as I mentioned, Prices from when I saw are between one thousand and three thousand bucks, and that is just to get into the building. Um, I could only imagine how much it's going to be for the third party resellers. So that should be interesting. And the other issue that comes along with just not being able to afford tickets, we as Americans are horrible savers. We cannot save worth a shit, and because of that, we tend to say, okay, we want this thing. We want Beyonce tickets. We want whatever. We're going to swipe our credit card in order to pay for them and think about it later. I'm telling you, that is the worst thing that you could ever possibly do. And the reason why is because you will swipe that card. And if you have no way of paying it off, what's going to happen? You're going to collect interest and credit cards tend to have about 18 to 20% interest per year. And you will have to go and pay for that on a monthly basis. And we don't want that, right? Like we don't want to go at the end of the year and say, okay, we didn't do anything with our money and we're even more in debt because of poor planning, right? I'm all about spending money and having fun, whatever, but I want you guys to be well-planned spenders, right? And if you're able to do that, then after you go and you have your phone with your friends, you know, the whatever it might be, the Super Bowl, Beyonce tour, whatever, you don't have that financial regret. And that's what I want you guys to avoid. And I'm going to give you a plan on how you can go about doing that. So let's start off with what a high yield savings account is. So again, they call it HYSA, high yield savings account, same thing. So we'll start off with the story, like always. So when I grew up, when we wanted anything, we likely didn't have the money. And if we did have the money, we were putting it onto a credit card. Let it be going out to eat. Let it be something new that we wanted to buy. Whatever it might be, we put on the credit card and said, hey, like we'll think about it later. We have to completely erase that from our mindset. We need to make sure that we are benefiting from the credit cards like the credit card companies are benefiting from us. Because these credit card companies, they know that you're going to go and buy Beyonce tickets. They know that you're going to go out and buy you know, brand new shoes, whatever, and not have a plan to actually pay it off. And that's the reason why they charge crazy interest, because they know at the end of the year, you're probably not going to pay it off. And because you're not going to pay it off, they're going to collect a bunch of money, right? So growing up, that was a normal occurrence. We either didn't pay for it or we just put it on the credit card because you know we didn't learn how to save. And my parents didn't learn how to save growing up. What my parents did talk about was, hey, like put money away, put money into the bank account and you have money at the end of the day, right? So make that consistent habit. Part of that was correct, right? You want to make sure saving and investing and all that's a consistent habit. However, the banks aren't paying much. So you're putting the money in and it's no better than putting it underneath your mattress, right? You're not actually making much money. The national average uh, for bank account interest rates, right? The amount of money you get annually is 0.33%. So not 33%, but 0.33% or a third of a percentage is what you would get on average. A lot of times it's, 
you know, a lot less than that. A high yield savings account or high HYSA, you can get close to three to 4%, sometimes higher for the same amount of risk, right? So the risk for putting your money into a bank account is fairly low. Putting money into a bank or a high yield savings account is fairly low as well, if not riskless, right? And the reason why is because we'll talk about this a little bit later. They are most banks and most high yield savings accounts are FDIC insured. What does that mean? That means that your money is protected by the federal government. So if you have $100,000 in the HYSA and the bank goes down, you know, it goes bankrupt, whatever, you're covered for the most part. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. So the next natural question that comes from people is like, where do you open the HYSA? You know, where can I go? There are so many out there. Which one do I pick? Here are some of the things that you want to be looking for in a HYSA. You want to look for a high rate of return, right? So if the average high, if, you know, you're getting two to 4% for an HYSA, you want to try to find one that is skewed towards the highest, you know, range. So the ones that I use and I'll talk about them later, they are around 3.3% or 3.4%. So you want to have a high rate of return, which is naturally a part of a HYSA. You want to find a company that's been in the game the longest, right? Like with anything, when it comes to investing or finance or banking, you want to find someone who's like an OG of the space and they know exactly what they're doing. There's a lot of banks that are getting into HYSAs. A lot of investment companies are getting into HYSAs. And like, it's great. I'm happy they're doing that. But I much rather put my money with people who understand what the hell they're doing, right? Like they've been doing it for a long time. They've been through the ringer. The same way where I talk to you guys, I don't like Robinhood. Like, I'm not a fan. I would never be a fan. And the reason why is because they haven't been in the space long enough. And the time that they have actually been in the space, they have done nothing but gamify investing, which investing is not a game at all. If anyone calls it that, they're a scammer. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not a game. And they've gotten into trouble a lot of times and had to pay fines because they believe that it's a game. And even when the market wasn't doing so well, there were times where they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle either the volume or the volume, the negative volume, people taking money out. And I don't want you guys to have to deal with that. So you want to find the OGs in the space. And I'll talk to you about two of them uh, during this podcast. You also want to find one, and this is more of a personal preference, but I want to make sure that they have a great user interface. What I mean by that, I want to make sure their interface, you know, you log in and it's really intuitive, straightforward to the point. And I believe that's really important for not only banks, but also investment companies. So a lot of times I talk about Fidelity. I talk a lot about Charles Schwab and Tia. And the reason why is because I love their user interface. I actually don't like Vanguard user interface at all. And that is coming from me who actually like worked there for seven years. I don't like their user interface and they haven't really changed it all too much. It's not easy to use. And I frankly need, they need to put more money into their technology. So that's really important to me. I want to be able to explain how to use the platform to my 80 year old grandmother. If I can't do that, then it's a problem. I also want a company with an HYSA. You want to look for a company where you're able to call someone. So you have, if you have an issue, you want to make sure you have customer service who's there for you when you need them the most. 
right? So if you have an issue, you should be able to call someone and they should be able to answer your question. If not, they should probably have a really good chat feature where you can go and you know message them through the platform. And if they don't have either, I don't think they're a great platform because it's all great and dandy until something goes awry. You want to make sure that you can call someone to fix your issues. And then the last one we talked about a little bit, but FDIC insured is what you want to look for um, with an HYSA. I'm sure there's not that many out there that are not, but just something to keep in mind where it means that they are backed by the federal deposit insurance company, FDIC. In case the bank fails, you know, your money is insured up to $250,000, depending on the type of account. That's really important. So if you have, for example, if you are at a bank and you have a trust fund and you have a savings fund, they're actually looked at separately. So the savings fund is backed up to $250,000 with FDIC. And then if you have a trust fund, for example, there's a few other account type examples, but that will also be covered $250,000. So if you had $250,000 in savings, $250,000 in trust fund, you would be covered um, up to $500,000. And that's per bank. So each bank, will, you know, if you had your money at PNC and you had money at Bank of America, it's covered up to $250,000 for that specific bank account per bank. So keep that in mind. And there's a lot of different examples, but hopefully that, that helps. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions regarding that. But you want to make sure that the company is FDIC, HYSA. Companies that I love and I've heard a lot about and you know I've vetted out over the years, there are two of them. One of which I use, the other one I, I don't use, but I've learned a lot about them and I know a lot of people who use them. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to discuss one of the biggest crises we're facing today. The crisis is the lack of financial literacy. When you made your first paycheck, did anyone tell you what to do with it? Probably not. This is why 63% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck and get this, half of which make more than six figures. So what I did was I took my expertise as a retired financial advisor and industry professional to give you a complete financial checklist that you can use to get your finances in order in less than 10 minutes. It's completely free and I have a link in my show notes. I want you to take complete command of your financial future this year and this checklist is gonna help you get started. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Number one, Ally Bank. Ally Bank is like the OG of the HYSA landscape, right? So if anyone's listing out the best HYSAs out there, top three, and they don't list Ally Bank, that list cannot be trusted. <laughs> like it cannot be trusted. Ally Bank is one of the best out there and they are great for a lot of different reasons. So I'll go through that. I'll tell you how I go about using them. And then we'll talk briefly about Marcus by Goldman Sachs, the second one. So how do I use it? So I transfer money in. The rate, the current rate right now, so we're in the beginning of February. The current rate right now is 3.4%. No, remember how I told you the national average is 0.33%? The, net, the average for Ally Bank right now is 3.4%. So you do the math. Like, it makes complete sense to me, right? So it operates like a bank. It looks like a bank. It's just virtual. Like, you can't actually go in 
to an Ally bank anywhere that I know of. It's completely virtual, but their interface is, is great. And the reason on why, one of the reasons on why the interface is great, because they actually, with Ally Bank, you can set up different buckets. So you transfer the money in, and then when you transfer the money in, you can say, okay, well, I could have it all in one pot, or I can set up different buckets based off of whatever goals I might have. So for example, I have a goal for vacationing. I call it Island Life. I have one for my Kia, my car, and it's because my car is old as a 2011, um, 110,000 miles on it. So I have a fund set up. So if anything were to go awry with my car, I can just dip into my high yield savings account and pay for it. And then I also have a backup emergency fund that I'm just putting money in just in case anything happens to me or anything. And, you know, maybe something might happen to my, my actual emergency fund, right? So that's my backup emergency fund. And the other cool thing about it is that you can set goals with the account. What that, what does that mean? So for example, I have one set up right now where it's $20 a week going into my Island life vacation fund. At the end of the year, I'll have a thousand dollars, right? Because right now is the beginning of February. By the time the end of the year comes up, December 31st, I'll have $1,000 because I have $20 coming out weekly. Do the math. And the cool thing about that is, you know, I love taking vacations around between Christmas and New Year. You know, sometimes I go home, sometimes I don't, but I want the option of being able to go and hang out at the beach somewhere. And the reason why is because when I was in a colder climate, being in Pennsylvania my entire life, I just wanted to break away from the winter. Now that I'm down here in Georgia, it's not as cold, but I still went to vacation, right? So again, my buckets are Island Life, Kia Fund, and the Backup Emergency Fund. And then I have $20 a week going into uh, my vacation Island Life Fund, and that will help me reach $1,000 at year end. I actually don't remember how much I'm putting into my Kia Fund and Backup Emergency Fund per week. Maybe I can put that in the show notes, but that's an example. And that could be replaced with everything or something else. If you're not a fan of vacationing, if your car is great and like you don't need to put money in weekly, you can basically make it a Rihanna fund or you can make it a Beyonce fund. You can make it, you know, a Super Bowl fund, right? If you think that your team is going to go to Super Bowl next year. So you can basically make buckets for anything. And you can set up those automatic contributions so you can sit back and not even think about it. Again, Americans are horrible savers. And it's because we need things to be automated because if not, we're not going to do it. And then the second bank is Marcus by Goldman Sachs. We all know, maybe not love Goldman Sachs, (laughs) but Marcus by Goldman Sachs is their banking division. They're what they call a retail banking division. And they are paying out 3.3% annually. So right around the same range as Ally Bank. And I feel like they're always in constant competition trying to figure out like who can have the highest interest rate. But I think you'll be fine with Marcus by Goldman Sachs as well. I just happen to use Ally Bank. So let's quickly talk about how you can use a high yield savings account in order to pay for tour tickets for maybe the second most popular tour that's happening likely this year. So the first one is definitely Beyonce. I think no one's going to argue that. For me, Rihanna will be second in terms of tours. And let's just break it down real fast. Let's give some background. And then I'll give you a quick plan on how you can go about investing for Rihanna tickets and hopefully have having enough to either pay for the entire ticket by the time she starts touring or you know have enough to pay maybe a portion of it. So 
Rihanna is performing at the next Super Bowl. The next Super Bowl happens to be February 12th. That's next week. I might be a little bit nervous because the Eagles are playing, but that has nothing to do with HYSA. Go Birds. But she hasn't formally announced the tour, the world tour, or I'm not sure it's going to be domestic or world tour, but I would guess world tour. She hasn't announced it, but it has been seven years since she last toured. And what normally happens is that artists will go and because the Super Bowl is one of the bigger events in the world, I would guess it's probably second to the World Cup. Because it's so big and you get so much exposure, they try to ride that wave being the artist. So they'll go and they'll perform at the Super Bowl. Then what they'll do is they'll drop an album and then next thing you know, they're going on a tour and they just rack up all types of money, right? Rihanna, again, she hasn't toured since seven years ago. Rihanna is likely going to announce her tour. I'm sure her people are probably talking to Beyonce's people and saying, hey, we can't tour at the same time. I don't know how that works, but I would guess that they're talking. But my guess is that at the earliest, Rihanna probably won't start touring in the United States until maybe June, July. That means that if she's touring in June, you have five months in order to save. If tickets are $500, which I would assume that Rihanna tickets will likely be less than Beyonce's, I don't know, but let's say they're $500. If you start saving this week and you want to have $500 by June, you can put $25 into an HYSA and do that automatically, sit back and relax. And then when she announces her tour, you can then pay for those tickets or you can invest a little bit more if you feel like, hey, like I'm not going to have enough by the time she announces them, whatever. So that's the strategy, right? But again, it comes back to the problem of Americans being horrible savers. So what can help you? What can help you is automation, right? So you only have to think about it. You don't have to lift a finger. It all happens for you. You can set up HYSA within minutes at both Ally or Marcus by Goldman Sachs, but there are a lot of others out there. I use Ally, I love them. I haven't had an issue with them ever. And they're the OG in the space, including Marcus by Goldman Sachs. But that's how you go about automating it and making sure that you're not screwing yourself if you want to enjoy your life, but you don't have the money, right? The best thing you can do is start saving and not putting on the credit card where the credit card companies are making off with your money that frankly you didn't have in the first place. So with that, we talked through just the, the recap. We talked through the importance of a HYSA, where to open an HYSA, the benefits of an HYSA, and then how you can use an HYSA to buy Rihanna tickets or any artist that you love or really any, any goal that you might have. If you want to buy a new car, if you want to put a down payment down, like, those are some of the things you want to make sure you have an HYSA for because that money, this is another conversation, but you don't want to invest money that you need within the first year. So if you have a goal of buying a home in the next year, you probably shouldn't have that invested because you never know what's going to happen to the market. So likely HYSA tends to be a better option for you. So consider that as you're thinking about your next couple goals over the next year, over the next two years, consider HYSA and basically get free money throughout the year that you wouldn't get if you put it into a traditional savings account. So with that, guys, I am out. 
Thank you for listening to the Better Well podcast. I thoroughly enjoy this. I love that you guys come in. You add, like a lot of people, they ask me questions through DMs. My only ask is that you guys leave a review on wherever you're listening to podcast, Apple, Google, whatever it might be. I want you guys to leave a review because reviews are currency within the podcast space. So the more that you put in, the more the podcast does better. It allows me to keep this thing going and continue to teach you guys how to go about managing your money and mystifying the topic of money. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for going and leaving a review. And with that, I'll see you guys next week where we'll be talking about another financial topic that I'm really, really excited about. So stay tuned. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to the Bear Wallet Podcast. If you learned something new during today's episode, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We would also love a rating and review as well. In closing, remember the goal is to live a better life through taking control of your money. We want our money to work hard for us so we can live the life that we've always imagined. I'll see you on the next episode.